Pulse 95. Between local lines, notes from the Emirate. So you guys, yesterday, uh, last night, you were at the SRTR Park and you guys witnessed the Ramadan Majlis. So what is the Ramadan Majlis all about? For people who don't know what it's all about. Well, the idea was winning sustainability, winning, uh, bringing business to sustainability, a winning combination where sustainability sustainability meets businesses. So the idea was we had all the stakeholders in the government sector here in Sharjah. We had uh, also the business community, um, industry leaders and senior officials from COP28, even Mustar coming down all talking about the same concept sustainable living and sustainable strategies of course we're we're building up on that road to cop 28 but before that understanding why we have the zero emission strategy why we have the clean energy strategies in the country what are the initiatives undertaken by shuruq for example um uh, the abia group as well what are they doing to ensure that they have these sustainable practices and uh, making sure that we are achieving those targets the importance of understanding understanding the very principles of the COP event as well and what to expect from the UAE's event. It, it was such a great location. I like the fact that it wasn't just a typical conference, turn up at mm. 9 a.m., relax, sit down, talk, you're done with the day. It was a it was a majlis setting. It was a round table. Proper majlis, yeah. yeah, a discussion. Yes, we had speeches from uh, uh, the Director General of COP28, uh, His Excellency Majid the Suedi as well, who spoke to Pulse95 later on. Uh, but it really was a magical evening, wasn't it? It was absolutely incredible. And, and a big thing that I took away from it is that Sharjah isn't just looking at initiatives that they're doing for the road to COP28, but also the practices and projects that they have planned to take that step further and continue the sustainable initiative for the future of Sharjah. But it was the first time I'd been at a venue like that. That was oh. amazing. They had some live music going on, incredible food where I tried some new new food as well. Um, and, and like you were saying, it was a proper majlis uh, environment where you could be just as involved as the sp- uh, spokespeople uh, and ask them uh, inquiring questions and really draw out the questions that are what and how are we going to embark on a real fully sustainable future here in Sharjah. And you got some really exciting and interesting conversations as well for us. Yes, it did. And well, you know, as per the agenda, we had that uh, Beyond Borders, a global approach to climate action, where His Excellency Majid Sawedi, the Director General of COP28, talked in greater detail uh, about uh, the the changes that we're seeing and why we will have a very different COP28. My questions to him were focused on what will make the UAE events really stand out and make a difference. This is what His Excellency Majid the Suwaiti had to say when we talked about the COP28 and, of course, Sharjah's initiatives and the green legacy that the Emirate is leaving behind. Thank you very much for joining us, Majid. Now, it was such a great event, Ramadan Majlis, and I love the fact that you've showcased and highlighted the initiatives here in Sharjah. How important are Sharjah's initiatives in the overall clean energy strategy of the UAE? You know, Sharjah has been a real leader when it comes to sustainability and sustainable development. They have real marquee projects that happen here that are really setting a standard globally. I think BIA is a great example of a corporation based here in Sharjah that is really setting a standard 
for what we can do when it comes to environmental protection and sustainability and addressing the challenges of climate change amongst all the many other projects that are happening in Sharjah under the direction of His Highness Dr. Sultan bin Hamad al-Qasimi who has really shown leadership on this point. And you know, as the UAE, we've also been very, very active when it comes to sustainable development. His Highness Sheikh Zayed was one of the first leaders in the world who had a zero flaring policy before it was something that was thought of by many other countries. And the UAE, of course, has had a long track record of working on sustainable development, renewable energy through companies like Mustard and other types of uh, technological advancements. And, and we've really seen leadership and, and an example setting by the UAE as a whole, and particularly here in Sharjah. Now, speaking about the event itself, you know, a lot of people consider COP, obviously, conference of parties. It's all talk. Is there going to be much action? How is the UAE event going to really stand out? You know, the UAE's COP is a really significant COP in the, uh, really in the history of COPs because after Paris, the UAE COP is the, uh, the host of what's called the global stock take. This is an assessment of where we've come since Paris. And unfortunately, we know we're not on track to achieve the goals of Paris, which is keeping temperatures under 1.5 and achieving the finance goals that were set by developed countries and others alike to address the challenges of climate change. And so the UAE is really going to be a foundation for what we're going to do to reach those targets and keep us on track to addressing climate change. And one thing that's really important to remember is that the COP process is a process. And so there are many activities and meetings and, and events that are happening throughout the year that will lead up to this big event that will happen in the UAE in November, from November 30th to December 12th, where hopefully we can bring all the world together, we can bring the business sector, governments, NGOs, civil society to come forward with the real solutions and actions that will get us back on track to achieving the goals of Paris and really set the, the standard going forward. As I said in my speech today, we really think that climate action and development are one of the same on the same uh, two sides of the same coin, and that we can really achieve an opportunity from what many see as a challenge. And the UAE has been setting the example and setting a leadership role when it comes to this. Certainly is. Now, lastly, if you could comment on the event itself, how important is this gathering and to really uh, you know, put forward this message that it all starts at home and it all starts at individual level? I mean, I've been uh, so grateful to be invited to present here at this event tonight. We've really had wonderful, uh, rich conversations. Uh, here. I think that these types of events are really fundamental for raising awareness, not only about what COP is about, but also about the many things that are happening at home. Hopefully are inspiring people to be entrepreneurs, to create their own businesses in this space. And I think that what we've seen today uh, here at this event is the engagement of young people, the engagement of business and civil society. And I feel very enthusiastic about what's happening here in Sharjah and in the UAE more broadly. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so so much i really appreciate it you're listening to pulse 95 it's the morning matchless pulse 95 the morning matchless talking the stories that are shaping headlines this is Pulse95. We're continuing the conversation of sustainability here on the Morning Majlis as Hind Al-Huadi, the managing director of BIA Education, which is a subsidiary of BIA Group, actually announced the launch of the Future Pioneers of BIA Award in its 13th edition 
which will be offered for the first time outside of the country, with the, with the aim, of course, of encouraging university and school students and professionals to innovate and be creative in the field of sustainability. Now, she also mentioned that under the patronage of, of Her Excellency Sheikha Boudou bint Sultan Al-Qasimi, the president of the American University of Sharjah, the Futures the Future Pioneers of Beer Award was launched with the aim of encouraging university and students and of course professionals as well in the government and private sector to innovate and be creative in the world and field of sustainability. Yep, and yesterday um, Bia was obviously in out in full force uh, mm. talking to us about the green legacy of Sharjah, uh, the initiatives that are here, and obviously a waste uh, a waste management operation that they've actually got in, in Sharm el-Sheikh during the COP event there, and also uh, the, the, the vast operations that they continue to offer. And of course, another prominent example that we have is the waste-to-energy plant that Sharjah hosts. Now, the the main hosts of the event yesterday, the Sharjah Ramadan Majlis, were Sharjah Research Technology Innovation Park, uh, Shira, uh, you had Invest in Sharjah, and you had Sharuk as well, all of them coming together and bringing this event. Uh, let's start off by playing some of the conversations that we've had, we had yesterday, and uh, we spoke to Hussein Al-Mahmoudi, the CEO of SRTIP. Uh, we we spoke in greater detail about the incentives on offer uh, that that sh- that uh, the, the, the the free zone uh, does and has on offer for investors and for the companies that want to w- operate in this sustainable field because we've also got the wonderful um, solar powered car that is exhibited outside the building. So this is what His Excellency Hussein Al Mahmoudi had to say when I asked him about the importance of raising the awareness of green living and sustainable practices. As I said, sustainability is embedded in our DNA here in Sharjah and the UAE. The country was founded on the concept of sustainability and balancing social, environmental, technology and economical uh, perspective and aspect. So today's uh, event is to really illustrate the commitment of the UAE, uh, the government of the UAE, the private sector of the UAE, the academia of the UAE, the entrepreneurship ecosystem of the UAE towards sustainability. And we saw different examples that manifest the importance of sustainability in our sector. Now, talking to us about the end goal over here, that we're going to have more clean energy by 2030, listeners would be thinking, yeah, great, but what are the steps? Where are, what are the important steps that we're going to be taking and how significant is the build-up towards it? There are really big spe- steps that uh, UAE took. Actually, UAE at the fir- uh, first front of, the, of, the, of, the, of doing sustainability in, in, in the whole world. So we have a renewable energy that we are promoting in terms of using solar, and, and today we're talking also about hydrogen, nuclear te- uh, technology. So these are all contributing to less uh, CO2. Another thing of also, of course, companies like Bia, who's doing waste to collect it, uh, of, 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 uh, of, of waste and using best practices to, again, lessen the uh, pressure on, on, on environment and producing technology that help addresses the uh, climate uh, challenge. For us here at the uh, park, again, we promote technology or, or sustainability through encouraging companies to excel and to flourish when it comes to technology uh, related to environmental uh, protection and environmental renewable. So as you alluded to, we have the first solar car, we have a train technology that uses less uh, energy, we have people who are developing innovation related to motorbike and transforming uh, you know, combustion cars into, into, into electric cars. So there are a lot of activities happening in the UAE that really help address this challenge. 
Lastly, any incentives that you're working on in supporting such initiatives and companies? Absolutely. The incentives is vary from one company to one company, from funding to policies-related incentives to engagement with the private sector for the academia and to identify projects also that makes you know uh, the, the life of entrepreneurs uh, successful and, 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 and growing. Your Excellency, thank you very much for joining us. Very much. Thank you. We also had a chance to catch up with the CEO of Invest in Sharjah, His Excellency Mohammed Al Musharraq, and we talked in great detail about the incentives and offer uh, for companies that are uh, going to be investing in Sharjah. And uh, what, where are we looking at? Because Sharjah has always been known, or has always been. Um, uh, highlighted as the manufacturing hub of the United Arab Emirates. Where does sustainability come in place here? And this is what he had to say. Well, uh, thank you for attending Abdul Karim today with us in the Ramadan Majlis, which covered the theme of business and sustainability. Uh, we had actually the pleasure also to host His Excellency Majid Al Sawedi, the Director General of COP28, in this important year in sustainability in UAE, since it is the year of sustainability. We thought of focusing on uh, sustainability and the business community and what projects do we have in the Emirate of Sharjah that will enhance the sustainability across different sectors. We spoke about uh, sustainability and, and real estate where we have Sharjah Sustainable City. We spoke about the recently launched project which is the wheat farm uh, that we have in Sharjah which focuses again on food sustainability and food security. We also touched upon uh, the new focus sectors that we are focusing on uh, in the Emirate of Sharjah when attracting FDI. And the core of attracting FDI today is the sustainability element that we are uh, looking for in attracting a lot of investments to Sharjah. If I could talk to you about the room for sustainability, because we know that Sharjah is a, a huge industrial uh, you know, a hub for the country as a whole. Where does sustainability come in play and what's the future that we can expect? Uh, I think the focus is towards more uh, technology manufacturing or advanced manufacturing, if I may call it, rather than focusing on traditional manufacturing. So we try to choose uh, projects that uses technology more than uses power and manpower. And I think this is the way forward um, in having more sustainable industrial projects. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. What a magical evening uh, it really was. And uh, did you enjoy it, Lou, yourself? I found it incredible. What the One of the things that really stood out to me was it allowed the people of Sharjah, it was that majlis feel, you know, it allowed the people of Sharjah to talk to those who are making the decisions uh, to, to create a, uh, a future a sustainable future of Sharjah and and ask them questions and inquire as to how they might be doing it and really get an overall picture as where the, the, the Emirate of Sharjah is going and listening to those interviews as well. Uh, the, what the main thing is, is that Sharjah is at the forefront, not only nationally, but internationally as a city in becoming sustainable. So it's incredible to see. It was amazing to be uh, uh, invited to, to an event like that and an absolute privilege, really. 
really is, isn't it? And um, thank you all for tuning in. And if you'd like to know a little bit more about it and like to catch this discussion as a podcast, you can do so on SoundCloud and Apple Podcast. Uh, that's where you and Spotify as well, where you can find most of the discussions that take place here on the Morning Matchless. Well, we've got lots of musical entertainment to look forward to and we'll conclude the discussions right after that uh, as we ring in the weekend vibes for most of our listeners here on Pulse95. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Morning Matchless only on Pulse95. Get in touch. Email us on pulse95 at spa.net.ae.